I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Begin. Oh, oh. <laughs> Seriously, the hey quarantine vibes. Hey, AfterBuzzers, <laughs> welcome to our 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days After Show. We are going to be digging into all the good things that happened this episode. Season four, episode five, lots of drama, lots of craziness. I'm Ashley Bowden. I'm also hanging out with Linda and Twee, also known as Linda with the T. Hey, Ooh, Ashley. I like that. I may have to trademark that. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome to our quarantine show. We're coming from home. Yes, we are still social distancing. D distancing. <laughs> and we also have Bree from the booth. She's hanging out with us. Hey, Bree. Hey, I'm guys. Thanks for having hey, me today. Talk about yeah, this crazy cast. Crazy is. <laughs> I know. We got Ash and Avery. She met the family. I don't know if it went so well. We got Rosemary and Ed. They look like they're done. Lisa and Usman, there's power struggles going on. So there's a lot to unpack this episode. So let's just dive right in. Let's do it. All right, you guys. So let's start with Ash and Avery. So she met his brother. Uh, things definitely got weird and awkward. Uh, what do we think about their exchange at dinner? He definitely seemed suspicious of Avery but even before that Avery seemed nervous so was the brother being too you think he's being too harsh on her or do you think that he has just cause for being suspicious well here's the thing so he knows the whole history he knows his brother he knows how his brother is and then he knows about like the three breakups so I think he's being overly protective and he's trying to look at the bigger picture like how exactly are you from America with two kids, two previous marriages, going to come here or he's going to go there? Like, how are you guys going to make this work? I think that that's the angle. And he really didn't let up. Like, he gave her a hard time and he was definitely like, it was like an interview. Um, but I think he's just really skeptical. So my thought was, I kind of felt like there was something that Ash was hiding from Avery. And it was like he was holding it in. I read that on his face. Bree, what do you think? Do you think that his suspicion was justified or do you think there he was being overly I think I mean, I think he obviously, you know, we don't know the whole backstory. We know that Ash doesn't really drink. Um, and obviously he had a drink, so I don't know. That seemed to fuel it a little more, too. Like, oh, yeah. here you are with this girl that's kind of been back and forth with you. And now all of a sudden she's here. You're you're doing stuff you don't normally do. So I think he I think he justifiably is a little concerned and suspicious. But I think that there's also just a normal human decency thing of being polite at the beginning before getting into all of that. Like, he just didn't seem like he cared to meet her or be and if your brother's choosing to have this relationship like if you're going to be a part of that at all even if for a dinner I feel like you should still be somewhat polite but that's yeah yeah he definitely was not polite especially after the drink when Avery ordered the what was it the dirty martini and Ash was like I'll have one too that sounds good that really rubbed the brother the his brother the wrong way so also I if don't, you don't know. drink and you get a dirty martini. That's a really intense drink if you don't drink. 
he mentioned something that was really interesting. He said that Avery has not been a good influence on his brother. I think that's a strong statement. I, and I'm wondering what has Avery done other than ordering the liquor? What has she done to not be a good influence on Ash? I mean, the, Ash is obviously the older one. I think that uh, what was interesting to me as well was when Ash said that his brother and Tish was the most important part of his life. And I sat there and I was like, well, what about your kid? Like, wouldn't your kid be the most important thing in your life? And how does that factor in this whole situation? I agree with Bree, I think, and with you, I think that there's something that we don't know, like there's a backstory that we haven't heard. And I think that his brother and Tish was like holding back. Yeah, he was definitely, definitely holding back. We'll see in the upcoming episodes what, you know, what the tea is, but there's some tea there. All right, so let's... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's move on to Rosemary and Ed. So Ed treated Rosemary to a Manny and Petty. They got couples, Manny's and Petty's. I thought that was cute. Um, <laughs> Linda, you're already shaking your head. Ed used that as an opportunity to grill Rosemary about her past. And things got a little weird because she did admit to actually meeting her last boyfriend on Facebook, which Ed seemed to not have known about. Do we think Ed is is going way too far with the past and not knowing about the past? Should he just drop it? Or does he have the right to know about Rosemary's, you know, exes? I mean, I think that we all want to know about our exes history. I do think that uh, just the curiosity and just to learn about the person, but I do think that they're is a language barrier there. But I also think that she's also hiding something because why is she so unwilling to talk about her exes? Like, talk about it, get it over and, and move forward. Like, why are you making such a big deal and why it's such a secret? Um, I don't know if she necessarily has a ex that she met on Facebook, but she is mm-hmm. she was friends with an ex on Facebook before she blocked him. At least that was my understanding of what she was trying to come across. What I thought was interesting about Ed and that whole situation that was like cringeworthy was you sat there and you said, hey, you know what? I can't trust you. You don't want to talk about your past. I need you to take an STD test. However, I won't take an STD test here. I'll take one in America, but I won't take one here. So what are you saying about her as a person? that country and where you are like I just thought it was so interesting that he wanted he had all these demands and yet he wasn't willing to be like hey we can do this together and for peace of mind both of us can do it together and we'll find the results of together which you know is an adult thing to do so I didn't think that Ed was in the wrong for saying he wouldn't get the STD test in the Philippines I wouldn't want to get an STD test in the Philippines personally I want to go where I'm comfortable and because that's a medical, you're in a medical setting at that point. They're, you know, 
sticking a needle in your arm, drawing blood. And I would rather be somewhere where I'm comfortable, where I know the sanitation levels and all of that. And she should be somewhere where she's comfortable too. And I'm sure she's been to the doctor in the Philippines. I'm just saying. I think if that's the case, like if you're going to go there and ask, you know, someone to do that, Mm -hmm. then I feel like if she said, oh, then you take one too. I almost feel like he could have, should have already been like, well, I already did take one. Like I, like you should have gotten it before you even came. Yeah. Um, Because if you're going to ask him to do that, then you should be, I agree that you should be willing to do it as well. Yeah, he should have been ready with his results. Here are my results. I'd like you to do the same thing. I agree with that. Um, okay, I would so definitely, I just I would to definitely say... want to get my test done in the state. But okay, like... so, so sorry to cut you off, but as an international and not an American, I, I have to say that America is definitely not the end-all be-all and not to throw our current situation into the mix, but I'm going to just put that out there. I think that if you're a doctor, you're a doctor. And I get that there are different levels of what people are comfortable with, but the whole world is the whole world. And there are doctors that are qualified to do their jobs all across the world. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Agree. No, I 100% agree, agree with you, you, Linda. I just was saying if I... he felt that way about it, then he should have done it before he got there. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, but can do I, we think that? Go ahead. Can I add one more thing? So you know yes. how he bought her her own hotel because she wanted to get away with him, mm-hmm. and then he popped her in the taxi. My first question was like, so like who paid for the taxi? Because I didn't see him slip her slip her a couple of dollars. Like how did that whole thing work out? That was a good question. That's a good question. I don't know. Some she didn't pay for it. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, maybe production. I'm not sure. But do we think that or, Rosemary... Or he slipped him a, or he slipped that, or maybe it's like you pay through the phone, like a Lyft or something. Maybe oh. like Uber? Yeah. Yeah, Uber and Lyft. Do we think Rosemary's anger was warranted when he asked her about the STD test? To me, it was suspicious. Like, why are you so angry about that? That wouldn't be a reason to be angry, I don't think. Everyone's temperament level is different, but what do you think about that, Linda? Uh, first of all, I loved how she gave him the angry eyes. Like she gave him those that eyes were orange is the new black crazy eyes, and I thought that that was amazing, awesome. <laughs> uh, I do think she was over the top with her reaction, but I understand that. I think part of it was too frustration. Like some of it was the language barrier, and because she, you know, how she switched uh, from English to Filipino in yes. her heat of her anger I think that that part of it was like she wanted to get out how she's really feeling um and language is a barrier so although I think that that situation was messed up I think that she had a right to be angry because he was asking her for something that he wouldn't do in the moment but I don't know that he was asking her to even do it in the moment he was just saying do it at some point please will you agree to do it I think that's what he was looking for. Right. But he also would not do it. Like, even if he didn't want her to do it right there, right then, he wouldn't do it. He's like, oh, I don't feel comfortable doing it. But yet, I love you and I want to be with you. I need you to prove that you're not lying to me. And I need to be able to trust you. So do this STD test. 
if if I was dating someone and they're they're coming at me like that I'll be like so what is it that you think about me then because you're saying a you don't trust me and b you basically think that you know I slut around town and you don't trust that I don't and I even wrote a note like you can probably if you're practice safe sex you can still sleep around and not get an std so like what is the std test proving to him Uh, i think i think it's responsible dating i I wouldn't have taken it that way if i was in her shoes but like i said everybody you know everybody's separate level is different so let's move on go ahead really quick sorry i just want to say that i think it's also like asking to take a test like i will wouldn't be offended if I was dating somebody and they asked me, have you been tested recently? Like if they have you, cause I, that's how I feel like if I'm with a partner and I know that they've had partners before me, I would like them to have been tested before, you know, that we have unprotected sex. But if, I, if they're just like, you need to go take one, that might be a little different to me. That might be like, okay. I, agree I agree with you 100%. I think that yes, that's responsible adult dating have a conversation and you both be on the same page. But if you're like, hey, you go take a test, I'm good. I'll, I'll take one when I feel comfortable, then uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to David and Lana. So we saw David go shopping on the strip in Vegas. He went ring shopping. I thought he was about to drop a bag, but I'm he to the jeweler and he says that he actually wants to buy a cubic zirconia and it's because he's been married twice like what does that have to do with anything Linda what do you think about that I was done I was done (laughs) I was like you are doing what you're going and you're like oh I want one level lower than a diamond I want a cubic zirconia for what why first of all why are you even going to the store to buy an engagement ring you know darn well that you're not going to meet Lana. You've tried three times before and you've never even talked to her on the phone, but you think that it's a good idea as a 60 year old grown ass man to go to the store and buy a ring so that you can go and propose. Stop it. I was Listen, that moment was so ridiculous. I was like, production had to have told him to do that. Had the to. level of ridiculousness was at the all time highest. I was like, this can't be real. When the uh, clerk said just, wow, that's exactly how I felt. Like, exactly. Wow. Exactly. It was outrageous. So I, I just got to say, one, this is Caesar 2.0. Two, <laughs> if you don't trust the person you're with enough to like want to even buy them a decent ring, then don't buy a ring. This like, sounds right. Linda, 100%. What what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you meet the doing? person first and then figure it out. Can we just also attack the elephant in the room too? Okay. I felt so bad. And I mean, I teach their own, but I felt bad for him when he said that he had not been intimate in ten in years. ten years. I How know. lonely is that? He's well, we knew that he was lonely just because he's living in his mind and his imagination with Lana like we know that she may or may not really exist but I'm not surprised I wasn't shocked 10 years not shocked but yeah that's a it's a long time a long time 
that poor man is lonely, you guys. He really is. He really and that, is. That explains why he took that, what, 22-hour flight to uh, the Ukraine to possibly meet her. Uh, he met up with his friend Anya, who seems lovely. She seems really nice. And I feel like she's just being there for her friend. She's providing some emotional support. But she even knows that this girl is not, is not it. Uh, but do we think that Lana actually gets on the train? This might be, we could discuss this in predict predictions, but we could touch on it now. Do we think that Lana actually gets on the train to meet him the next morning? I think that she better because if we have another Caesar season where we don't see her until the reunion, like, stop, stop. We don't need that. I'm hoping. I, I have no idea. My I have two takes. Either she's not going to be on the train and we're going to have a whole thing just like Caesar. And I think that he's going to like cry his tears to Anya and maybe like something there will happen. Right. But I, uh, I don't know. I hope she shows up. I hope she, I, for his sake, I hope she shows up. I feel like Anya knows she's not going to, though. I don't think there's a real Anya. I don't think that those stock photos are really Anya. No, Lana. You mean Lana. Anya's oh, his friend. Me. Yeah, yeah. This, Lana, I meant. This could also be like a catfish type of thing where if she does, like if she does show up, she just doesn't look like the person that he's That been. part. That oh, part, man. that part, that part. Yeah, I'm looking forward to next week on this one. All right, so next just up. Like, sorry, I know you're segueing. I'm just like, but if this, if he, if it is a catfish, that means we have two catfishes on this one season. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty intense. All right, so we have Erica and Stephanie. So Stephanie arrives in the um, in Australia, and Erica greets her with food. That that was the first, like, okay, greeting her with some some food. I like that. Um, but while I was watching their initial interaction with each other, although they were excited, which was good. I was getting like bestie vibes. I didn't see anything romantic. What do we think about their first initial meetup? I kind of liked it. I thought it was cute. I think it was, for me, it was like something that they both have never done before. Yeah. And the long uh, initial buildup to actually meeting each other and hoping that that same connection they had online, they would have in real life. So I think they were both extremely nervous both in a situation that they had never experienced before. So they had that like girly vibe where they're just like, ah, laughing, nervous. Um, so I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. We'll see if like, cause they were holding hands and they were like trying to be very present in the moment with each other. So I think there was some love there. Okay. Brie, what'd you think about their first meeting? I, I thought they were cute too. Um, I know that, um, Erica, right? Yeah, Erica with the okay. hair. Yes, yes. Yeah. She, I know, went on her Instagram stories and was answering questions and people were kind of asking about the interaction and how there was the kiss and stuff and she said she wanted to kiss her but then um, Stephanie kind of just didn't give the vibe that she wanted to which we know after watching the episode that Stephanie's kind of has a weird thing with intimacy right now too because she's been yeah. celibate. But um, is it weird though that I think it's weirder when people that have never met before like run up and kiss each other right away than how they like Ash and Avery <laughs> yeah like that's weirder to me yeah yeah I, can yeah, see that. I yeah. mean we've all gone on that first date and like I can't think of just like 
meeting you in the first five seconds and we're already like making out. So I, I, I can see how like they have some intimacy like with the hugs and the handholds, but maybe the kissing, not kissing was not a thing. That's so true, yeah. Linda, because like most of people's dating, I guess not, maybe not most, but in LA at least, most of the people's dating is via dating apps. So you are online talking to people before you meet yeah. them. So it'd be kind of the same thing if you went on a first date after being on a dating app and then kissing someone right off the bat. Right. All right. So we also find out that Erica hasn't come out to her parents, which was interesting. What, All what I can think? say is that I think her parents know that she is at least bisexual. I was because... like, you have rainbow hair. How do they not know? Rainbow everything. <laughs> but you know what? Some, some parents, parents are in denial. Don't know. Yeah, some, par- some parents are in denial and some parents don't know what rainbow means. True. So, True. but she know. also said she also said that she's never like brought anyone home, all of that stuff. I don't know. I always think of my mom, and my mom is like she knows her children. We may not say something, or we might be like a little quiet, or like give her a look, and she knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. Very true. All right. So let's move on to Jock- Jeff. I always want to call him Joffrey. Jeffrey and Varya. <sighs> yeah. A lot going on with this couple. Um, he gets angry with her. He confronts her about her intentions because he still thinks that she's just trying to get to the U.S., which I'm sure is a part of her attraction to him. Um, she tells him like this, I guess a princess and a frog story. Princess and the frog. But it was like reversed, you know, with the girl, the, the, the roles were reversed, basically. So what, do we think that she's running game on him or is she really with him for the right reasons? Is this game? You know, I don't, I think she has a game plan. Yeah. I think her first and foremost game plan is to come to America by any means necessary. Now, okay. should he be mad that she met or was talking to another American online. No, because if you think about online dating, you you message various people. And then if you hit it off with one person more, then that's the one that you start talking to more, which I think is the case here. So I don't know if he necessarily has the right to be angry with her because that's what dating is. You date, and especially online date, you talk to multiple people. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. So... I wasn't really sure what he was upset about. Are you upset because she never told you that she was talking to another American? Or are you upset because she was dating prior to you? He's upset I'm gonna play because devil. he thinks that she's just using him. And yeah, he's, like I think finding, he- he's finding the reason. Sorry. That's what I was trying to think of like what I was about to say. He's finding, he has a thought in his head of what she's doing. And he is taking anything that he can give in to him manipulate it to the truth that he's creating exactly and i think that he thinks that she's strat like i think why he got so upset about that is because he's he thinks she's strategizing her dating like i'm gonna try to date americans so i can get to america so i think he thinks she's being strategic um with her dating everybody's got a goal (laughs) she has a right to be if that's her goal that's her goal but you know what i also thought too I thought that he had a heightened sense of anger 
because he also knows that he's hiding a bigger, deeper, darker secret than, oh, I already was talking to another American. You have this crazy criminal background. You're a felon. All of this stuff that you have yet to tell her. So why right. not turn the tables on her first and make her the villain before you become the villain? Agreed. Also, why not? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Ashley. No, I was thinking that I was just to piggyback off of what Linda was saying. I was thinking the same thing. Like, why not play it cool? Because, you know, you have a bomb to drop too. be extra nice right now. I was just going to say that also on top of it, like you're in her country with her friends around. Like this is what like, I don't know, just kind of hold some decorum for yourself. Like I know it's just you're trying to win over her and her friends and then this is what you do you kind of blow up stand up like almost confront her one guy friend yeah so yeah let's talk about that interaction for a second um he goes crazy i don't want to say that he just he he gets extremely angry at the dinner table and basically tries to fight her guy friend and gets in her face and screams in that moment I knew that those allegations were likely true about him. Because I was like, how is he this aggressive with these people that he doesn't even know? And Varya, who you claim to love and have these strong, strong feelings for, you scream in her face. Like, I just, I knew in that moment, I said, this guy has an extreme anger problem. I agree with you 100%. Um, my note was, you could see... Uh, in that moment, how he could be violent. Because for the one guy that was at the table to stand up after you stand up and go around the table to protect Varya because he could see the aggression in you shows that you have some anger issues. Because like Brianna said, I think that if you're meeting someone's family, their friends or whatever, you try to be on your best behavior, at least for that initial time, so that you can make a good first impression. And he didn't even try to do that from the get-go. And you can see from his body language where he's like crossing his arms, he's leaning back in his chair. Like he didn't want to be asked any questions because I think his intentions are pure and his intentions in that he wants to have like the trophy girlfriend, wife, whatever it is, and it hasn't worked in the past. And she has a, a great circle around her. So he's being challenged and he doesn't like that. He doesn't like that. He, he also probably doesn't like that she has that support system. That's right. Because he can't manipulate at that point. That's right. All right. So I was just going to say too that if he had just stayed calm and like collected, then her friends would have been the ones in the wrong because of how they were coming about things. And he would have looked like a good guy in her eyes, but that it just flipped it it did flip it your response yeah. matters all right so yolanda and williams so he apologized about go ghosting her basically did he um, though did he though he did well he gave her an explanation he, he said oh i don't know why i can't get into my instagram <laughs> or facebook it's just or whatever. gone it's not responding it's not responding i don't know yeah but she she looked at it like oh my baby's still around he loves me everything's all good i'm gonna go shopping for some sexy clothes with my friend so with, you know, she's been shown I, some too many times she's been shown too 
many times. Too many times. To I don't still even believe. know what to say about her. I don't know what to say about her anymore. Like, what, Yolanda, just go ahead and fly to to London or wherever you're going. Once you figure out where you're going, let us know. And um, let us know if you find Williams there, because I, I don't think he's going to be there. Period. <laughs> Linda? I'm done with her also. I, <laughs> I think that I'm really about common sense. Do you know what I mean? You, everyone has a little bit of common sense and there have been multiple red flags that I just feel like she's ignoring. So first, first his Instagram profile is gone and his response, it's not opening, it, it's not responding. And like her friend Kim said, only you can delete your Instagram account. Unless you think you got hacked and someone deliberately deleted your account for what purpose, that makes no sense what he's saying. They still haven't talked in person. They still haven't FaceTimed at all. So I don't, I don't buy it. And I feel like how many times do people have to tell you, your friends, your family, the signs and the no receipts for you to not to believe that this guy might not be who he says he is. Yet you want to go buy a sexy outfit. This is your boyfriend of seven or nine months or whatever it is. Stop it. You're wasting your time, my time. You and David need to go hook up together. You're both already in Las Vegas and call it a day. It's like storylines like hers and David's and Caesar's. Things like that that make the show sometimes feel like these people are going on there and they're acting and this is fake because it's, and I don't know, but it, it just feels like how can someone be this gullible? That's right. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. All right. I just want to say, guys, before we move on a little bit, that we do have a bunch of people in the live chat right now. And thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to go ahead on that video, give us that thumbs up. I love to get those likes up on there. And if you're listening to this later on iTunes, go ahead and give us a five star uh, on there and give us a comment either place. Let us know what you guys think. I see you just chatting away in the live chat and we love having you guys. Yes. Thank you guys so much. All right, so let's move on to news and gossip. Linda, what tea do you have for us tonight? Wait, wait. Did we talk about Usman and Lisa? Oh, I meant I skipped them. Okay, sorry. sorry. I need to. I need to talk about them because this was, uh, I, as a African, I just cannot. So, <laughs> no, I don't know how I skipped them. My eyes just went right on past them, and they're the highlight of the show. So yeah, you so, skipped them because so, you just are so about it <laughs> yeah exactly so lisa uh soldier boy took lisa to his recording studio and that was a sweet moment she felt away like oh this is where my song was made he's he's being romantic right now but then she flipped out when the video director came in and she realized who it was and she had words for him she you know got into her classic controlling Lisa vibe and um, Usman had to calm her down. So do we think, I mean, I feel like this is an obvious question, but do we think she's being too controlling and crazy? Duh. Okay, so here are my thoughts on the whole Usman-Lisa storyline. Lisa has no respect. I want to know if her and Angela went to the same crazy, once you hit 50 plus, you you are controlling, disrespectful, uh, crass, 
and like no manners and no respect for being in a different country and a different culture. I think that what she, how she treated not only the video director, but the, his friend Abba, who's in the music and entertainment industry. I thought, and as she cussed him out, I was just like, wow, like, who are you? And why would you do this? And again, this is first impressions. You don't know these people, but because you're so jealous and I personally think insecure, you're lashing out on the people that you think are taking your man away from you or distracting his attention from you. And honestly, I just think it's not okay. Like you don't treat people like that. If you don't like what he had to say or what they had to say or what they did, then say it in a manner where you're respectful of being in a foreign land and just meeting people. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I almost feel like I wouldn't even say anything to them directly because I don't know them yet. I would say something to Usman and hopefully he addresses it. But I, I feel like she's being so ridiculous. It makes me feel like she's in her mind while she's filming, trying to compete with Angela. Her drama is, and disrespect is off the chain. It's off yeah. the chain. Like she is it's just 1000% disrespectful. Well, it's just like if you're going to date somebody that is younger than you and you're insecure like that, then you're always going to have those feelings because they're younger than you. And then two, on top of it, he's a celebrity in his country. So he has a fan base. And what are you going to do? You're going to destroy his career so that you can feel secure? Yeah. That, but you don't, you don't tell the friend to go F off. You don't, you don't say to him, that uh, I'm done, we're leaving. Like, you just met him. It, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Also, you don't demand that, you know, this guy that you're dating not invite his friend to your party. Like, you can't make demands like that in a relationship. If that's who you're going to be, then that's not a relationship. That's just you. That's, that's right. no second part of it. And so you need to just figure out yourself because obviously you're not ready for this relationship at all and you're not secure in it. And maybe she has right to be but then just don't be in it. And I'm going to say this last thing about, about um, Lisa. You can never obtain, obtain or map. I'm going to just say obtain. You can never obtain something that you're impressed by. You can never master something that you're impressed by. And I feel like she's so impressed with his celebrity that it's making her crazy. And she's not able to manage it correctly, which we yeah. see with her crazy behavior. So, yeah. yeah. And Selwalk says she's worse than Angela. I agree. 1,000. Hi, Selwalk. <laughs> All right, Linda, what's up with the tea? All right, so a couple of news and gossip. We're going to do a couple of things. Uh, I wanted to start off with Rosemary and Ed. So, guys, Rosemary broke the internet. And if you haven't heard... Uh, you're going to hear right now that she has sparked engagement talk after flaunting a ring on her finger dated March 10th on her social media. And uh, she shared a photo of herself with her quote unquote fiance. And that fiance is not big Ed. So <laughs> girls, uh, so her supposed uh, fiance is also from the Philippines and his name is EJ. And it looks like they've been together since the fall of 2019. And 
that's all we kind of know about this guy. We don't know anything else, but the pictures drew mixed reactions from all you guys' viewers and us as fans. Uh, some were critical, others were happy. Some believe that she's better off without Ed. Some are like, who is this person? They want to know more about what's going on. So is it a season teaser? Do we now know what actually happens between Rosemary and Ed? I don't know. What do you think, Ashley? Well, I'm going to say this. Last week when we had Ed on and he got emotional uh, when we asked him about um, why the dang near 30 year eight, uh, time difference between his relationships. And he started talking about his ex-wife and just relationships in general. And that made him emotional. That for me was a telltale sign that something went left with his relationship with Rosemary. Well, there and you if you go to his Instagram page, he always mentions like his mom, himself and Teddy, but he doesn't. And then he'll remember, oh yeah, Rosemary. We'll see, guys. It looks like they are a no-go. Yeah, I reported on this today on my Night of Fiance News Daily as well. And um, I know some of the commenters are also speculating if it's a woman in the photo, which I, I think that they found the profile. I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. I just know that that's something that's going around. And people in the chat are also mentioning that as well. But when, when Ed came on last week and he said that he had bought this house, that was more than two bedrooms my initial thought was oh rosemary and prince are coming um so obviously that's not the case which and he said he's done with the single life so my bigger question more so than has she moved on is what does that mean for him has he moved on or is he just done dating it's a good question it's a really we'll good question see. i guess we'll see uh, so, uh, Ash, Ash has revealed that he has hyperactive thyroid and he has been dealing with it since he's 21 years old. Uh, the condition accelerates the body's metabolism, causing weight loss and a rapid and irregular heartbeat. Um, so he went online and basically talked to the people or addressed the trolls. And he says that despite everything that you guys are saying, I choose like the peace and love angle. He says that he actually got diagnosed by a holistic health expert. Uh, so maybe, I don't know. So that's how he got diagnosed. And he also thinks too, that it might be Graves disease, which is an autoimmune disorder associated with thyroid producing more thyroid hormones. So he's basically saying that for all you guys out there that are hating on him, he's dealing with some personal health things. So just stop it, basically. What are your thoughts on that, guys? Um, well, I was diagnosed with Graves' disease and hyperthyroidism when I was 20. So I know what he's going through. It's, it, is a, it is a tough disease. It definitely makes your heart beat really fast, makes you lose a lot of weight. Um, I personally went to a regular doctor, not a holistic doctor, because I had a swollen goiter, which is my thyroid gland. Um, and I had it for uh, some years. And my doctor finally said, you know, do you want to basically, do you want to have radiation treatment to get rid of this? 
Um, you, if you do that, there's a, there's a possibility that you'll go into hypothyroidism. I had the radiation treatment and I went into hypothyroidism as a result of that, which doctors seem to believe is um, easier to manage than hyperthyroidism. I will say when I, when I found that out about Ash, about his hyperthyroidism, it made sense to me because his, and I'm not being crass or rude or mean, but his eyes are bulging out a little bit. And that is one symptom of hyperthyroidism. It will, over time, if it's not treated, um, and even if it is treated, it can make your eyes bulge out. So that answered that for me. Like, oh, he probably does have an overactive thyroid. So I know that I'm praying the, for Ash. I hope he feels better. And yeah. I know that the eye bulging was, I think, the main reason he actually did come out and say this is because he was getting a lot of comments on his page. And to me, it's just sad that you have to defend it because... I just, you know, think whatever you want to your, in your own head or to your friends or whatever, but to go to someone's page and actually like be commenting on their physical appearance in a negative way is just rude to me. And I feel it bad is. that he had to come out and say this, do that. Cause I know a lot of people were like, Oh, he's obviously on cocaine. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just rude. It I, is. I very think, First of all, Ashley, thank you so much for sharing your story. I, I actually learned a lot from you in those two minutes. Uh -huh. uh, I do. It's amazing how many people come to anyone's page and have a lot to say about a lot of things. And I too think it's rude, but I also think it says more about them and their insecurities than anything else, because it's easy to hate on people behind a screen or type a, a mean message or judge on a mean message. Um, it's harder to face to face say, hey, listen, this is what I don't like about you. Do you think that you would ever do that? I mean, I might say that once in a while, but no, just playing, you guys. <laughs> uh, last but not least, uh, I wanted to mention Jeffrey. So allegedly, Jeffrey broke quarantine advice and ditched his home in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, a recent post showed him on the water at a beach in Destin, Florida. Uh, he did this even though government officials have pleaded for everyone to use their common sense. There's that common sense part again, guys. I, I mentioned it earlier. <laughs> Not so common. <laughs> Not so common. Uh, they want everyone to stay away due to coronavirus and social distancing. But while breaking quarantine, he addressed many questions from the fans about these mysterious tattoos on his chest, guys. And if you haven't seen these tattoos on his chest, you definitely have to go check it out. Uh, he basically said to his friends and his family after he showed them, like, isn't this impressive artwork? And they were like, no, what is it? And he said that he didn't know what it was. He just thought that they were cool. And they're now known to him as the peacock eyebrows. And uh, guys, w what do you think of this whole thing? Is he doing it for attention? Do you think he actually broke quarantine and social distancing and went to the beach? Yes, I do think he did it. And I think that he has an ongoing track record so far of being a bit insensitive and just trying to cause a stir. We saw that last week when he went and took pictures on a stack of Corona boxes, Corona beer boxes with surrounded by paper towels and toilet paper when there's scarcity of that right now. So we see him being insensitive quite often. Um, and it's, it's a bit concerning. I think it's it's telling us all we need to know about Jeffrey. Absolutely. He captioned it with, anyone want to get quarantined with me? There won't be any dull moments. 
Mm-hmm. I 100 yeah, percent right believe he did that. My sister lives in Florida, and she says like a lot of people go to the beaches. So, especially since that's where it supposedly happened, that doesn't surprise me at all because she said that there's a ton of people flocking to the beaches still out there, um, and they may have to close the beaches down because of it. And yeah. again, just posting it when you—it's it, it, like you guys just said—it's just, it's insensitive, especially with everything that's going on right now. I mean, even if you feel some sort of way, if you think that this is too extreme, if people are being too over the top about it, um, there are people that are dying. And I think that just be sensitive to that fact and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And I think now that he wants to be this social media influencer, he needs to have a, be responsible with his platform. I mean, I don't know. I think that it's hard if you're a narcissist to think of anyone else but yourself. Ooh. Well. Well. All right. So let's, is that it for news and gossip? That's it for news and gossip. Make sure okay. you guys tune in to our next hour because we're going to have a full hour of all the 90-day news and gossip and there'll be more there. Yes. And so before we go, can we do some quick predictions? Yes. Okay, so what's your prediction, Linda, for next week? Okay, so I think that uh, Avery's going to win and teach Ash's brother over. And uh, I think that uh, they're going to move forward in their relationship. I think it's over for Rosemary and Ed. I think it just goes downhill from here. I think that once we've saw her freak out and him say that he doesn't believe in love anymore, that was foretelling of what's going to happen. I think Usman is Usman is going to have an amazing show. I think that the director is going to slip in the original cut video and Lisa is going to lose her mind. <laughs> that would make for great TV. I think that just to play off of your, I'm going to play off of your predictions. I think the opposite. I don't think that Ash's brother is messing with Avery. I don't think he likes her. And I think he's solid in that thought process in his mind. I don't think he's going to, I don't think she's going to do anything to win him over. If she does, it's going to take some time, like years. She's really going to have to prove herself with some longevity and consistency for him to even fool with her. Um, I think that, uh, I think that Jeffrey is going to have to do some major kissing up to Varya to get her to kind of to get back into her good graces, I'll put it that way. Uh, because he, not only did he cut up in front of her, but he cut up in front of her and her friends. So now she's kind of got to make her friends feel like she's not letting him back in so easily. And um, I think we're about to see some smoke between Erica and Stephanie as well. I think things are about to get intense between the two. I love so those it. My, yeah, those are my predictions for next week. Bree? I... Um, agree with you about Jeffrey. He's going to have to really make some amends um, and expect not just with her, but also with her friends. Because once your friends see a certain side of someone, it's hard to change their mind. Um, I think Lisa agree with you. I think she's going to make a scene at this party. I think she's going (laughs) to destroy this whole party. I feel like they're going to bring the model that replaced her in. Yeah. I think... (laughs) It's not going to be good. Um, oh my gosh, if that model shows up. And and I think that we need, I, I just, I need, I need uh, the, us to go to London. Like, let's stop yes. in America 
let's get to London and I need to see something happen with that. Otherwise, let's just stop telling that storyline. Right. Just go ahead Facts. and edit Yolanda out. Facts. Do we have time if we, any of you guys are in the live chat to shout out some of the live chat people? Yeah, let's shout them out. We got Gina B. We got Judas, Nancy Buck, Buckingham, Chuck Williams, Reasons Deranged, Alicia Anderson, Lillian Hafner, Massey Mess. Bryn Harris. Um, I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody. Thank you guys all for, oh, Selwonk, of course, Susie Fairwill, uh, Fairfield, Lillian Hafner. Uh, thank you guys all so much for, for hopping in the live chat. You guys got the live chat hopping tonight. There's so yeah. many comments. 100 of people, 102 people in the live chat. Thank you guys all so much. If you haven't gone and hit that like that thumbs up like button please do that leave us some comments and we appreciate yes. you guys we will see you next week uh before we go where can we find everybody on social media guys you can find me all across social media at linda is so girly i also wanted to thank all the people that commented last week and the week before and and hope you guys are staying safe and social distancing and don't be like jeffrey <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram at Ms. Ashley Marie and Brie, where can people find you? You guys can find me at Brie, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S on Twitter and Instagram and every day on 90 Day Fiance News Daily. We're still doing it from um, quarantine inside of our house. So, you know, I was saying, echoing Lisa, everyone stay safe and take care of yourselves. Bye, guys. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.